podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Total Wine & More is a wonderland to explore. Thousands of wines and spirits, unexpected pairings and great gifts. Low prices and helpful guides. Make the holidays magical at Total Wine and More. Drink responsibly, be 21. Well, they walked into Madrid with hope in their hearts, and they'll walk away with the greatest prize in club football. Jurgen Klopp and Liverpool's King to the Cot are champions of Europe once again. Welcome to your second helping of the Coppen Fracas podcast, part of the Touchline Fracas Network. Before we do continue, please remember, guys, to go to the Touchline Fracas event with the boys at the Vauxhall Street Food Garden. Unfortunately, you have to be watching two mid-table games first. You've got to watch Newcastle Arsenal and then the irrelevant Manchester United versus Chelsea, followed by a brilliant show. Uh, plenty of banter and drinks. Uh, make sure you get your tickets from shubs.com. And make sure you follow both us on Coppen Fracas and the Touchline Fracas Twitter handle. And anything that you do here today, whether you agree, disagree, and want us the hell out of the podcast, hashtag on hashtag Coppen Fracas and hashtag Touchline Fracas. Before we continue, it's my pleasure to introduce you, seeing as I'm taking over the Gary Lineker role, very much the Alan Hansen of the pod. We've got Ellis. Good evening. How's everyone and- doing? We're good, bro. Have uh, we got peas? That's what I want to know. Have we got peas, bro? This guy's jumped in before I've even introduced him. You guys are getting like <laughs> WWF And then, as you can see, very much the Mascarano slash Colasinach of the group. We've got Julian. But man's not Mascarano. Man, <laughs> I don't know who I am, but I just want to know if we've got peas. That's, I'm, <laughs> it's getting me mad. Then, I then just know like... Them. Like Hendo and Milner, we've got our man north of the wall. We've got Chris. It's cold up here, man. I need some signings. That's what I'm saying. And then last and definitely not least, we've got a box office name for a box office guest. We've got Denzel. All right, I love that introduction, you know. Box office name for a box office guest. I love that. <laughs> Bro, I've been oh, work- yeah, working on it for a week, man. 
But yeah, no, we need some signings. I'm tired. <laughs> Good stuff, boys. So, <laughs> easy topic to start off with. Unfortunately, the pre-season results haven't gone as planned and Liverpool played on Sunday and lost 3-0. So, those of you who did watch it, just break the game down for us and what do you think we did well and where can we improve? Um, wow. Christian, do you want to go? Who watched it? Yeah, I mean, I watched, I watched about 80 minutes. Um, it was just a really weird game where we just had no had no cohesion because he was playing a really weird shape. So we played 4-1-4-1, four, four, one, four, one, which in itself is a difficult formation to play considering we mm-hmm. rely so heavily on shape in that midfield three. Um, obviously, Vanaldum and Ox were on the wings too, so they weren't really tracking back. And I think they were on the wings and they were thinking, this, yeah, this isn't... Because... Um, you had Divock on top and um, also you had um, Genie and um, Ox out on the thing, it's just like, it just didn't work and it was just, everything was just lackadaisical. It just looked lazy and mm. sluggish, really and truly. It just didn't work. It was really, yeah, it was a really weird one. I mean, Napoli, Napoli basically identified our biggest weakness in the way we play is that if you play it wide against us, you're going to get a little bit of luck. Um, Insigne was just tearing it up on that side of the pitch the entire game and his, and it was just personified by his goal. Did it? I, I I didn't watch the game yet, but did it at least look like? Um, did it at least look like we were trying? Because I don't I don't know. Like with Robertson and Trent, you're saying that the wings were, were killing us, but Robertson and Trent, the way we play, very high intensity. So was it a thing of they just saw it as preseason just to get their fitness up for a little while? About oh, you, could you see like some actual like game plan tactics being implemented into the game where you have some sort of cause for concern? I still think you really saw. 100% effort there but I guess that's just a result of you know had a long pre-season in America had to fly back and then you had to go do another game in Scotland so mm. just from that point of view fatigue sets in they're probably doing double triple sessions in practice as well so yeah. mentally they're probably kept old from that from that point of view and I think fair play to Napoli they played really well and they're a really good team in their own right do you um, think that the goals we conceded were anything to do with a structural change we've made which has caused an easier way to score against us? Or do you just think, I mean, a big question for me, and I'm like Julian, I couldn't catch the game, was that, is it that the front three, seeing as Klopp's teams defend from the front, when the front three don't play and who execute the defensive plan well, the replacements who come in can't do that job as well as them? I definitely uh, agree with that. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. I was, I watched it. Yeah, yeah. Same here. Same here. Yeah, I watched it in bits, and um, for what I saw, yeah, Christian was right. The the gap in the middle was a lot, so it was so easy to, for them to just cut through us, and also the switch was always on. And I think because the front three, which are very intense in their pressing, weren't there, they, the the dropping quality was so much. Was that crackhead Mignolet playing? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He was of playing. Course. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. 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 Everything, everything <laughs> is making sense now. Everything <laughs> making sense. Yeah. Going from what Ellis said as well. Um, I mean, when we were pressing the ball as well, it was just like the Napoli players were just quicker. Um, the press mm-hmm. didn't work. Um, flicks were just happening. Um, Trent was out of position quite a bit as well. Um, the fullbacks were just up. It just looked unorganised. It didn't look like the Liverpool from last season, how organised we were in the midfield. And maybe that's to a tactical change. That's through tactical changes and um, 
probably the forwards not pressing as high up. But we just, we didn't look ready. We don't look like do we're you, ready for the season, personally. Do you think that a big part of that is because a lot of integral parts of our team were missing at once? It could be. It could be a factor. However, regardless, I feel like the players are there understand the sort of system that the system that we do play. So even even if the clogs are not there, the clogs that come back it come in and replace them should be able to sort of handle that responsibility. Merited Ox was out for a whole season and um the midfield was Hendo uh, who was it? Fabinho, Hendo, and Milner, not the most creative midfield. But you still you want solid in the midfield, and there were so many gaps. And yeah, it's it's just looking. You know, you're watching the game. You're thinking, are we ready for the season? I mean, everyone else is sort of improving. Um, everyone's getting better. Are we actually ready to compete again and go for the title? Um, that's that's the sort of the questions that you get from after the game. Okay. Um... And you probably take us nicely on to the next point that I do want to raise. And this has been about pre-season overall, because weirdly enough, Liverpool have been a lot worse than the, this in, in previous years. But I think this has been the probably the most debated pre-season because of what it should stand for. So my question is more about the purpose of pre-season, especially if you guys were managers. Do you think for you guys, it's just about getting fit or is it about an indicator of what's to come and kind of system changes you want to make and new methods you want to bring in? It depends, in my opinion. Um, I could... Because if we really look at it, um, different managers, and it depends, it depends on the manager, one, the type of manager you are, two, and um, what's it called? Also, where you are in terms of your tenure at Club 3. So, for example, last season, um, and, yeah, last season and the season before, I could say... We could really look at Klopp's as a Klopp's preseason as a benchmark for what's going forward in the next season. So, like he, that's when he was still getting new players in. He was still because even between the season before when he got the Champions League final and um, the the season um, the season that we just won the Champions League fi- the Champions League final in, I felt like he still had ideas to implement to this team that needed to be implemented in preseason, and we kind of saw it. But this year, I felt like the slack was off of the players a bit with one Salah and Mane not being here. And I think maybe, yeah, I think it was just Salah and Mane that wasn't here for um, for preseason because of the AFCON. We also had the Champions League, um, which kind of, to be fair, we had one last season, but the whole, you know, us having a parade and us like doing the whole press and stuff like that couldn't play the part in like us being having a, I think we even had a, we had a shorter preseason than we did last year, did we not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We played a lot less games and we've been abroad for a lot less time. Yeah. So, and also, I think Klopp also has in mind the fact that we have the Champions... Uh, sorry, the Champions League, the Community Shield, the um, Super Cup and also the Club World Cup. So I think he has to... I don't know. Because our, our situation is a bit weird. We can't compare our situation, our pre-season situation to like Arsenal, you know, the bums that finished 6th and 7th and 5th. Like, we can't, <laughs> we can't compare our situation to theirs because theirs is more... <laughs> They still have to implement ideas, but it's, it's bubbling. To, it's bubbling. Yeah, bubbling. No, no, it's, no, it's calm. Like certain man finished sixth or seventh, and they sign one youth <laughs> from Lil that pops one season, and like obviously, like they can get excited in it. But I'm just saying, like our season's a bit different from theirs, isn't it? Like you can't compare champions of Europe to certain man that finishing sixth and seventh and still don't know if their manager's popping or not. So you know what I mean, like, So it's different. But I'll <laughs> well, pass I've, on to you guys. I've, 
I think um, going on from what Julian said, I think also this preseason has been a bit funny. We obviously went to America. We played one match on the hottest day of I think of their year. Um, the preseason has been short. We haven't had the main guys. Uh, for me, preseason is just a good indication. One, obviously, first is get your fitness up, try and get to to match speed as quick as possible. I've I've read somewhere that a footballer doesn't reach his peak fitness until that like, February anyway. So obviously, you want to try and try and manage them through through that period of August to January. But then also, it's also very good to implement your ideas and just to see where you are because you want to take as much confidence into the new season as possible. Granted, this is a different Liverpool from any other Liverpool. Um, I don't I don't think the results are a good indication as to where we're going to go during the season. But you just want to see yeah, a bit... You, you just want to see, like last season, we beat Napoli in Ireland about 5-1 or something. So that was a good feel-good factor. Yeah. And we went forward and we, we started the season like on fire and that. Obviously, you start your season if you lose to, like, let's say we lose to Man City, then we lose to um, to Chelsea, then everything looks a bit funny, then we start struggling. So you want to try and win mm-hmm. a couple games before that. But well, hopefully, hopefully it's just a it's just a little little one-off blip, man. To be honest, to be honest, I don't really look into the the like. I don't look like to be honest. Like when you look around the world, like sorry, not around the world, around Europe anyway. Like the big teams never really, really like do well in preseason. Like, I'm sure they'll. I remember there was a season where um, Real Madrid got ripped up in preseason and they went on to win the Champions League. So it's not a big deal. Like you see, by the Bayern Munich and the PSGs lose to the likes of like I don't know uh, rubbish teams like Arsenal. So it's like they, they lose those games all the time. So it's like. Yes, and then they go on to win their league or they go on to do one of the Champions League. So it's it's fine if we lose a few, but it's just an indication of, you know, us not buying players, which is what makes it look a bit more daunting than it actually is. But I can't honestly gauge what our season is going to be like off of this preseason, if I'm honest. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'm going to... Oh, sorry, Chris. Um, I'm just going to get this in here because I'm, I'm going to get the questions out to you guys as much as possible but I do feel strongly about this weirdly enough so usually I'm the kind of guy I honestly I pay no attention to preseason the reason why I felt preseason was important this year is because we've seen some top players for example Raheem Sterling Alexis Sanchez who when they've gone through two summer tournaments the season after that even though they're professionals and they're determined their body burns out and they're forced to have rest and their form does not replicate the form they've shown And I felt like this season, especially the start of the season, where there's going to be a lot of burnout that's been carried over, players like the Origis and Shakiris of this world had to show that they can compete with the teams we were playing against. And teams like Napoli and Sevilla are good level sides. I wanted to know that they could hold their own because you might be stepping in for Mane and Salah, not if there's an injury, but just because they don't have the legs yet to play. And I feel like this was a worrying preseason for me because these players haven't demonstrated that. And we've noticed, like everyone said, mm. that there is a significant gap between the quality of the first team, which is undoubted. All of us know the Liverpool first eleven is probably in the top three, four teams in the whole of Europe. But you drop off from that and it doesn't drop down to Napoli's level, which would probably be a Champions League level team. It drops down to a Europa League level. And that's very concerning for me this time round in this summer. Fair. Do you not think, though, yeah. Do you not, sorry, sorry to cut you off whoever was going to speak, but do you not think yeah, Klopp also has in mind that 
we maybe, maybe do not need to work as hard in pre-season like, to get a result to think meticulously about our tactics because of where we've just come from. And also, compared to last season especially, do you not think like with the whole Shakiri coming in for the first time, Fabinho coming in for the first time, Alisson coming in for the first time, and do we make one more signing or not? I'm not sure. No, we did. And and Tater coming in for the first time. Yeah. Um, do you not think there was more incentive on those players especially and also with the players that were already there to kind of step up and try to show that, yeah, this is what we're going to be on this season? Julian, do you know why you might be right? Is because last season, this year, this year I'm complaining about five, six of our main players not being there. Last year, we had a World Cup where almost our entire squad didn't have a proper preseason and they turned yeah. up. And our first half of the season, weirdly enough, was better than our second half because first half we looked like we'd walk with the league. So you might be completely right in the sense of maybe we're being more pessimistic because we live game by game. But last year we had more players who were exhausted and we performed even better. Yeah, that's true. I think the thing yeah. for I think the thing for me is like uh, you, you pointed out earlier is that we want those kind of second tier players to step up and really give a good account of themselves in preseason. So, I mean, we've seen how Harry Wilson played on loan for Derby last season, and we thought, okay, if he can come in this preseason, kind of really grab it by the scruff of the neck, you know, bag a few goals, look like a really creative, either midfielder or attacker, he can stake a claim in the side and can save us like what 30, 40 million quid on a backup yeah. left winger. Because we really don't have that Mane replacement, and he could kind of subsidise that. I mean, obviously, he, he looks off for me, though, man. Like when I look physically, mm-hmm. you can be tidy. You could be for me. The final form of someone like Harry Wilson is someone like James Rodriguez, where all you are, you're not mobile, but you're just lots of quality on your mm-hmm. left foot. For me, he's not never going to do the off the ball intense work intelligently that Mane would do. So I, I'm not sure about Harry Wilson, but your point is completely valid. But isn't that where good coaching comes in? Sorry to, sorry to interrupt, but isn't that where good coaching comes in and Klopp sort of probably sees that there's something there and take him to the next level? Because You can't teach I mean, physicality though, man. Yeah, true. Yeah, apart from physicality, yeah, there's only so much you can coaching you can do, man. And do you know what? We can't be caught up in this Chelsea thing, Ellis, as well. Sorry to interrupt. Is that, you know, this Chelsea thing of if you're performing well in the championship, that gives you a divine right to move up four or five levels where you should have proved yourself to go straight into the first team. For me, Chelsea fans are sometimes deluded into thinking Mason Mount's had a good season at Derby and he's a talented boy. But there are various levels before your Champions League level football, man. Of course, of course. So someone someone like Harry Wilson... When he does play in the team, he looks a bit overawed and um, he looks a bit overwhelmed. He's like, "Wow, I'm playing for Liverpool now." But uh, I was watching watching him against who did I watch him against? Uh, Seville or Seville. So I've stayed up. I've watched our rules, and he just didn't really take the game out of scruff of the neck. He yeah. just he disappeared in moments. He popped up in a, with a few good moments, but I was thinking if if God forbid my one of these one of our front three gets injured and you're gonna come in, the quality that you are depriving us is so much. It's so much. And I, I expect a bit more from him. But then again, playing for Derby and playing for Liverpool is such a big chasm. And yeah, something two different things. It's so un like you can't you can't fill it up because it's so much. Hmm. But maybe maybe if he was to play with let's say two of the front three, whoever it may be, he might improve because obviously they have quality and when when decent players play with good players, they become good. Like sometimes Shakiri last season, um, 
Wolves Wolves in the FA Cup, he looked a bit lost, but then he might play with Salah and uh, Firmino, and he might he might look a better player. So we, we, we maybe let's let's let everyone come back and let's let's see where we are. Then maybe we can take it from there. But having said that, man, I'm worried, bro. <laughs> okay, well, well, let's try and find one positive then. Do we think that there is anyone who's played in preseason that you have been impressed with? Keanu Hoover's looked pretty good. Yeah, he look, yeah. At right back, he's looked very solid. He looks sturdy. Uh, he looks. He plays football at beyond his age. Yeah, his age is ridiculous, man. He's like exactly. literally. He's my man's played. Yeah, he yeah, he's played Champions League game at sixteen. What is it? Sixteen in like three hundred days or something? It's, it's outrageous. Crazy, like, he's he's age. He just even against Wolves last season in the FA Cup again. He came on, mm. wasn't wasn't even supposed to play. Lovren gets injured and he just didn't look. He didn't look scared. See, that's the difference between so you him and Harry Wilson. So go on, Julian. Sorry, sorry, you lot having the youth because I see, um, as we discussed last week, right, Klopp said, for example, Bruce is like a new signer. So, and we've discussed also Larucci being a potential um, backup left back. Um, this kid that we're speaking of, that's 16, is he 17 now? 17 yeah, years old. So, yeah. are you having Liverpool's youth come in and like. Nah. It really depends on the game because, I mean, when. Um, I mean, when you think about it, go a, few, go a few years back when Klein got injured and Trent started against United away. And we're all sitting there thinking it's a bit of a big stage for him. Yeah. But I think you can kind of get away with it when you're playing. Uh, and obviously, a little bit, little bit of disrespect, but no disrespect to these teams like the Brightons of the world, where you just know they're going to sit back and soak up the pressure. So there's not going to yeah. be as much responsibility on them. And especially, but when, do you? But, sorry, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. No, no, no. Especially like with with Hoover, he's kind of like shown that he's got a lot of composure on the ball and he's really self confident in himself. So and but I think those you, those kind of like personality traits stand out really well. Okay, but do you think, for example, games like Brighton and Huddersfield? No, not Huddersfield. They're gone. They're gone now. So let's say like Brighton, Leeds, for example. Leeds. United, okay, Sheffield yeah, United. The, 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 no, Leeds aren't even in, are they? Bloody, hell, I'm lying. Sheffield oh, United. Oh, yeah, she, yeah, the Sheffield, Sheffield United, United, Aston Villas, the um, Brightons, the Newcastle. Don't you think those games are harder for a young, a young player like, for example, a Larucci or a Hoover or a Bruce that's coming? Due to the fact that those teams will actually sit off and won't give, uh, will give him the ball, but would give him a bit more time and will like, I don't know, make it a bit, make it a situation where they're under pressure to actually do something, uh, as opposed to a Man United where Trent literally had to literally just run down the wings and kind of play against a team which, actually, to be fair, Man United did sit off, but uh, you know, will attack and will give you and will give you a good game. I think it's easier. For, well, I actually think it's easier for the young players to play against the Sheffield United of this world because they will give you the ball. Um, I think yeah, where the problem they will encounter is going forward and what to do with the ball because, like watching Larucci in the in the uh, preseason games, when he gets to the final third, their quality isn't there. The final ball isn't there. Him and Adam Lewis, the quality wasn't there. Well, I think it will be easier for them to play against the lesser teams because the lesser teams have less quality coming at them. So but so like Trent, um, even though he made his debut in that in that away game, but the I think the following season he played again when he got ripped up by Rashford yeah. two goals. Yeah, yeah. So you see the difference in because when you're playing defence, you've got more to think about because you have to watch the man coming over, you've got to, you've got to watch the balls coming over and teams will target you because you are a young player. So you are naive and you are prone to mistakes. But having said that, it's easier for the, the younger players to relax in games when 
our team is more in control. So then they'd be spoken to, Van Dijk can speak to Keanu Hoover more. Uh, Henderson can speak to him. Mane will speak to him. You know what I mean? Do you know? Do you know what? Um, you mentioned that point, which I think a lot of us fans have interpreted in different ways about the whole Klopp saying these players who've come back from injury or young players are like signings. And the reason why with young players I disagree with that term is because if you say the word signing. A signing means that you're expecting an effect on the first team. What I want for a club of our stature and where we are at the moment, I don't want a young player to, for us to be dependent on a developing footballer. Anything they do which is positive should be a plus. It shouldn't be, for example, you get to the stage where someone like Marcus Rashford, where things are going badly at Man United, even though he's still in the development stage of his career, anything he's doing wrong is effect, directly affecting points. And I don't think that's healthy for any youngster Especially at that age. Not to what Marcus Rashford, but don't you think it, there's a difference between a Marcus Rashford compared to a Lerouchi? Because Marcus Rashford is literally put onto the stage of being the golden boy of Manchester United. We ain't literally looking for that for Keanu Hoover or, or Lerouchi or Brewster. We're literally seeing them as youngsters, while Rashford was seen as the one compared to Mbappe. To certain yeah, I agree. I agree. Name, so, I agree with that. So, so it's a bit yeah, different. Well, I, I, agree with, um, I agree with Mush's point because you're looking at these young players, for instance, someone like uh, Keanu Hoover or even Ryan Brewster. You don't, let's say we don't sign a forward now. Now you're looking at him to give you some goals. If he doesn't get any goals from now until February, people are going to be like, well, what's the point? People will be on his back. He'll be under pressure. I remember when... Um, Liverpool came second in 08-09 and the following season we sold Albaloa and the following season we used Ensure at left back for the whole season and we he was absolutely killed every game. It got to a point where Man United beat us away and Scholes or whoever was playing midfield would just literally go to that left-hand flank. Every single would just go down there, go down there. That absolutely killed him. So you don't really need that for your young players and this is what Mush was saying. But what we need, well, when we're going to sign a player, having a good young player is an added bonus because now we can feed him in little bits. But you don't want to give, you yeah. want to give your young players so much pressure. Yeah. And and, and the thing that's, is... That's, that's what I was... Yeah, sorry, Dent, you go sorry, ahead. Sorry, Dent, yeah. No. no, 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 go, go, no, go for I was, it. I was just going to say, um, young players as well, what you, what you don't want to do is just put them in the, in the front line all season. What you want to do is give them bits and give them games where they can develop as a player and impact the game in, in small ways. What you don't want to do is put the pressure on him. So let's say, for example, Hoover, for example, if something, God forbid, happens to Trent, he's in the fire line at right back all season because obviously Klein's injured. And maybe maybe Joe Gomez will play centre-back, let's say, for example, it'll be a Gomez and Van Dijk centre-back. And now Hoover is left to the job right back. What you don't want to do is put that sort of pressure on him because even though he will develop as a, as a player, what you don't want is like like you were saying in Sura example, um, Ellis, you that teams will target him. He becomes a target, and that becomes a weakness, and that becomes a thorn in our side. Uh, and we'll, that's not what we want for this season, man. We we need to be we need to do better. We need to do better, honestly. And and I think confidence is. You like to... Sorry, go go on, Julian. Uh, I, yeah, I was just gonna say, but rule after you don't. I hope you're prepared to see Milner left back and Joe Gomez at right back when these men are not are not fit enough. I just I just want to say that. Just, just be prepared. <laughs> you know, you know that Milner yeah. yeah. is back up yeah. every position. Yeah, yeah. Just, just be prepared. Yeah, That's yeah, what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. Okay, boys, thank you very much for that. I'm sure our youngsters will play a big role this season, but 
Luckily, we can stop talking about pre-season because Liverpool finally have an official game. And that's on Sunday. We've got the Community Shield. And now I'm shameless, even though I've cussed United and Arsenal fans for years. This game's a trophy game if we win. If we lose, it's just a friendly and it? it's all good. Um, but how seriously do you guys take this game? I'm very seriously. Serious, I, I want to win. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very serious. So I want to win it. 100%. Yeah, man. It's a good indication to where we are, especially if we if we beat Man, Man City. City like, if we can beat Man City. Yeah, what we'll we be... have to remember is like this is mm. a different. This is a this is a different like community shield. Like this is. I don't want to like gas it up, but I see this community shield. I remember back in 03, like 02 to 06, where Arsenal, not even Arsenal, sorry, Chelsea was in there probably, but Arsenal, Chelsea, Liverpool, and Man United always used to be in the F, the community shield final. We haven't been in it for that, ages, man. Yeah, yeah but, man. Oh, yeah, he wasn't in there. Um, we won Champions League, didn't we? Wasn't no. in it? No, well, we, yeah. were, we went in 06, no. it was in like 06, 07, we played. Yeah. Uh, but, remember, that, remember that era where. The community was tough. Yeah, it was tough yeah, games. Yeah. Arsenal, basically, yeah. basically Arsenal United. To be fair, basically Arsenal United, and whoever won that game was you. That was a good indication of right. This is what the season's gonna look like, and I kind of feel like Liverpool, Liverpool Man City has kind of got back to that. Like this game, yeah. I'm not gassing up or anything because obviously it's, it's, it's a community it's a charity game, but I feel like this game will give us a good indication of what the what the season's gonna be like and how we're gonna fare up against City. Even though I don't think we're going to win. And to be fair, yeah. no, but to be fair, it's the two top teams in the league. Um, yeah. It's the two top teams. Yeah, it very much feels like we deserve to be there, we right? Toe-to-toe. Yeah, exactly. Um, we went toe-to-toe with City last season. We deserve to be there. I feel like this season, it will potentially be the same in the sense that we'll go toe-to-toe with um, City again. Um, obviously, not to win, I don't, I don't know about 97 points. Um, again, but we will be up, up there with City. So, so yeah, like you said, it's a fantastic indicator of how the season is going to go. Um, and also think about the confidence that it brings us as well to the players. Um, just beating that psychological thing, beating City in the first game of the season. Get ready, get ready to go to when we got who we got again. We've got on Friday. We Nor- have um, Norwich. 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 So. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I need a win. I need a W. I can't lie to you guys. I need a W. Yeah, we, we get a W and we get a W against Chelsea. Now everything just looks a bit rosy. Mm-hmm. Good, two good wins. You start the season yeah. strongly. You know what I mean? So um, I, I want to win. I I think we can win. It's not impossible. We can't win. Um, obviously, we haven't bought no one, so it's, it's brought down the mood a bit and the pre-season games have been a bit shirky. But... Uh, your top players are coming back. Obviously, I don't think Mane's not going to play. Salah won't start. Firmino won't start. I expect Alisson to start. Um, the bench will look strong. Your first 11 might not look strong, but hey, give and take it. What do you think the um, that actually uh, takes me nicely into that? Thanks for that, Ellis. Okay. Is the starting lineup itself? Um, I'm guessing the keeper will have to be Mignolet because I, I don't think Alisson's fully fit yet. But no. then um, the fullbacks will be, as we predict, Virgil will probably be there. Um, interestingly, my first question, Joe Gomez is back. Uh, who do you play out of Gomez or Matip? But I know Julian's a big fan of Lovren, so... Listen, uh, that uh, needs to be in the stands, bruv. I, I want to see him nowhere near the pitch. Not, this, not, not in the dugout, nowhere. Don't 
don't want to see him touching that cup either if we win it. Poor Seal. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, but um, I can't lie. Matt Epper has earned his, like, yeah, he's earned him and him and um, Van Dijk being at the back. But I do want to see a bit more Gomez. Um, the less Lovren we see, the better. But, yeah, man. I, yeah, that's that's what I'll go with. Uh, but, yeah. uh, Van Dijk, yeah. Matt Epper, centre back pairing. Yeah. I think it'll be. Um, yeah, I think the you say Munile might start, but I've got a feeling where Klopp is not gonna have it, man. He's gonna put Allison in there, man. Allison, listen, Allison looks at like someone that's fit all the time, anyway. Yeah, man. listen, no one's complaining if he starts, man. It's all good. Yeah, I was saying. So listen, I think, yeah, it's all good. Klopp has clocked here. Yeah? Who is shit and who isn't? Have you not? He stopped all this yeah. emotional stuff, innit? Yeah, he knows. Yeah, he knows all like, of he, 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 there's no way we can see that Minale is an absolute crackhead and this guy is watching from the dugout like, thinking, you know, yeah, this guy, yeah, he should start like cup finals for man, man. No way. Cop knows now. Like, yeah, I think cop, he's cop fucked knows. up his idea. So Alisson is getting forced back in. Okay, and uh-huh. then uh, what about the midfield three? Who do you guys. It's been a. It's tricky because, as we know, none of them are really that creative or anything. I know Mariah's probably eagerly listening, waiting to hear about what we think about Naby. But uh, what do you guys think the midfield three should be? Uh, I think he's gonna go Fabinho. He's gonna go Henderson, and he's gonna go Genie. Oh yeah. yeah I don't know about that. I think no. we'll go. With, no, I think we'll go with the same team that he put out um, against. Uh, who did we just lose to now? Napoli. Uh, Napoli. I think the same team. The same team will go up. I think he's tried that team. Um, maybe against Leon, he will rest players. Um, but that team that against Napoli, that's I think that's the team he's going to start with. Um, there might be questions about Genie's position, whether he's further up or he goes back into midfield. But ten of them players are, are starting. And Chris, what do you reckon? I think he might do Fabino in the six, Henderson and Milner. Okay, it's it's interesting, isn't it? Really, because even though some the, some of these players were not one hundred percent on in terms of their quality, what people don't well fail to realize is we beat City very often in the last five six years, especially since they've been rich. A lot of these players have beaten City, and they know even though they're probably inferior as players quality wise, they they know what it takes to actually beat them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I agree I on think, that. Um, City know. Yeah, I think when City play yeah. us, they know that they have to run a, a bit, a bit uh, more, got to run a, c- a couple more meters than they will usually do. Um, I think when we do play City, we always try and go for an intense game. We make them run. Hence, why I think that workhorse midfield might start. Um, I like to see probably, but if if those three play, I know the the, the position of Henderson will change, so he's going to be more of an attacking. Which suits him. Yeah, which which suits which is his best play, best position. Definitely. So um I think that'll be the, the slight change. Just the the front three the front three for me, I Yeah, what are we doing about that? I have no idea. I'd play Salah. Origi <laughs> up top. I yeah. think it's gonna be Arigi, Arigi up top. Yeah. Uh Shakiri on the left and Salah on the right because Salah had an early exit in the Afcon, I think. See now yeah. I think he might do Arigi on the left, Brewster through the middle and Salah on the right. Oof, that's a Bruce big statement to make. Because I think oh, no. he's going to play the team that played the Champions League final in the Super Cup. Okay, okay. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. I can see you thinking yeah, for that, yeah, yeah. to be fair. 
And uh, I, what do I, you guys think City might do? Oh, sorry, Ellis. Yeah, so no, I, I wouldn't mind that front three. It's very quick front three. Very yeah, good. yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that front three as well. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year automatically, dollar for dollar, with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report limitations apply. Um, City, haven't lost, City haven't lost anyone um, in preseason. So, yes, looking at regular business, they're going to pam us with um, Sterling, Aguero. Um, yeah, you didn't know the usual suspects, isn't it? It depends what happened with Sane. What happens with Sane? Sane is not the usual suspect. He's not the usual suspect, though. But when he did come on, he did change the game. He's a bastard when yeah. he plays against us, though, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Always. He's, he's sick, man. He is sick. He's a terrorist, man. He stresses whoever's he's on, taken that, the, on the boy. Man. He's oh. taken the baton from um, Hazard and just said, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully, hopefully, by the time we play them, he's looking to leave. So then he might not play on a Sunday. Obviously, to not je- jeopardise the transfer because I'm reading that uh, Bayern Munich want to buy him for like ninety million pounds. So, Ooh, yeah, I, but I don't think he will start anyway. You're right. I don't think he will start. I think um, usual probably. So he's got Edison, Carl Walker, Laporte, and Laporte and Stones. 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 Yeah. No stuff? company now, so I think that second no spot's company. quite weak for them, isn't it? Left back's still a bit of a yeah. hole for them, isn't it? Because they've been playing Left-back. that. Um, Angelino guy who's been absolute dirt in preseason whenever I've seen him play. Oh, for real. Oh, cool. oh brilliant. So there, so there you go. Midfield, Fernandinho. Uh, KDB's back. Yeah, KDB's back, yeah. So those oh. two there. So it's a bit. David Silva, maybe. Just, yeah. But the thing is, the thing is, like, we're, we're moving, like, we're scared, but then don't forget, like, Anfield, it was nil nil. Uh, at the home game, just f- f- fam, yeah, but just come on, they had a penalty last minute, and they had, I can't remember like clear cut chances that they had at their ground 2 1 again, another close game. Arguably, we should have started with Fabinho. Had we started with Fabinho, probably would have been a, uh, a win for us. Missed, we missed chances, cleared off the line. The thing so about can... that game as well is sorry to interrupt, Ellis, but yeah, no problem. That the goal that we scored in that game, I saw it back on Twitter, um, Twitter the other day. Brilliant goal! The, um, brilliant goal! Oh, sexy goal! It's one of the Fuck best goals I've ever seen. Do you know? Do you know why amazing goal! Do you know why it's amazing goal? Because I'm hearing the names that you're ringing off, back, and I'm hearing Kev, oh, if it's not Kevin De Bruyne, then it's David Silva. If it's not David Silva, then it's Gundogan. If it's not Gundogan, then it's who else? That Foden. If it's not Foden, then it's oh, it's like too many men. And then you go to us, ah, oh, well, uh, Milner Henderson. It's like, fam, like, where, how, like, when you just say it out loud in your mouth, like, how do you honestly think that... It's system over names, isn't it? That's, it that's, that's just it. it. Yeah. That's just what football oh. is. Football is a system over names. It's crazy, Again, bro. Like, like Mush said, in the last four or five years, they've had it tough against us. And Henderson's played in the last four or five years. Milner's been there for like, the last three. And these men, these men have struggled against Liverpool. It's, it's not been easy. The only game that where they wrapped us up was um the five one. That was the red as well. That, yeah, that, it was a red card. So like we said, system over name. So as soon as the system went to went to piss, they started to get their their spaces. But then when it's eleven against eleven, like they find it hard against us. It's because the, the, 
We're the only team yeah. that actually, you know, gives them a game. That's just, that's the thing. We like we we're not we're not yeah. we're not pussies ourselves. We're not we're not we're not no like small boy team. We're, we're a big team. Even though we're saying, oh, oh, we need this, we need that. Like I expect, come that game, on Sunday, everybody, every man's gonna be on it. If 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 everyone's not on it, and that Leon game, we're gonna we either have a smash Leon. If we smash Leon, then I know yeah, we're on it. We're gonna be so on it. So obviously I see where the negativity is, and yeah, Man City have got established names, but um. We've beat them a fair few times. Like you, you might have watched the games we've beat them. We beat them in Champions League. We went to their gaff. <laughs> we beat them at Champions League in their gaff. Um, we've beat them league games. So I'm not really too worried about Man City too tough. Again, David Silva's a year older. No company. So they've, they've lost a bit of leadership there. Obviously, De Bruyne is back. Conor uh, Guerrero's a year older. Do you, do you know what's hilarious though, Ellis? And yeah. do you know what the funniest thing is about preseason? Is that I haven't watched a moment of preseason. All I've seen is Kevin De Bruyne flick up a ball and hit it half volley across the pitch. And I Mad. thought, okay, cool. Mad. Yeah, but, but we, know, we, know, we, know, we know what it's about anyway. We know what it's about, innit? And De Bruyne is, and De Bruyne is back. Like, last season, he wasn't even there. He is back. Like, you saw the last couple of games where he was doing the madness. And now he's, like, out here again. Wrong. Yeah. But anyway, boys, uh, we've got to finally do about the Community Shield, the score predictions. What do you guys reckon is going to unfold on Sunday? Uh, we'll, we'll just go through the panel. So, uh, Chris, what do you reckon? 1-0 uh, Reds win. Ellis? 2-1 uh, Liverpool. Dens? 2-1. Um, 2 one no, I'm saying to who? Oh, Liverpool, <laughs> Liverpool. Of course, the Liverpool. <laughs> uh, we have no chance uh, but to win. And Julius? I think we'll win on pens, you know. Because we've got straight to penalties, isn't it? So I think it'll be a, probably like a 1-1 one, one or a 2-2. Two, two, and it'll go straight to pens. And I think we'll, we'll, we will win on pens because, yeah, I think we'll win on pens, yeah. If Alisson's uh, in goal, yeah. If Minlay's yeah. in goal, we're fucked. I, 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 oh, if Minlay is in goal, we're fucked. You know what is? Ask me on Sunday. Ask me on Sunday. Then I'll, ask me on Sunday. What time's kickoff? Three o'clock. Three o'clock? Yeah, ask me on Sunday at two. I mean, like, I've got two results. You've got one with Minlay in goal. Yeah, well, exactly. Exactly. And then Alisson. And then when, if Alisson's in goal, I personally see us going pens. Okay. Um, I'm the opposite. So I think we're going to lose. And I think, and this isn't a negative, I think we're going to lose 2-0, two, two probably. And I think that will give the cockroaches on Twitter something to do. And then when the big boys come back into the team, we start going on that run in the Premier League and we do a lot better than people think. Because I think people, this will be the result people jump on us with. But yeah. then when everything balances out, they'll see that we're still a top side. What do people actually think, though? I haven't been on Twitter, so like, I don't know. Bro, people, people are asking Salah to come outside. Two golden boots. To... Fam. My head was so are they hot actually today. Him to come out there were people, people telling Salah to come hmm? outside. I was like, listen. To do what? Fam, I said Salah's been mashing work in a winter. In a North Face jacket, insulated hat, black air forces. Don't tell <laughs> man to come outside. Blood, levers <laughs> on. Don't, <laughs> don't tell North my face, man to come outside. Come on. Don't tell him to come outside. Please. Blood. I, Salah, who's asking to come outside? Who? Who do you think? Who Both. isn't, man? Who isn't? The whole of North London's asking him, man. Those push shows in North London that just, just no decided to spend peace. They need to allow it, man. They need to. Do you know what I'm saying? What else do you not realise? 
you know Arsenal he... fans are like? Yeah, you know when like a broke man finally gets peas and he tries to flex on you, man, and then when the peas <laughs> run out and you so actually think what he's got is shit, and then the man's like, oh raw, like, wow, you man still got peas and I'm still out here with my Balenciagas that are beat up. Like that's what this Nicholas Pepe is looking at. Like no agendas, but if man are calling for Salah to come outside, you can you can hear in the background I'm clapping my hands right now. So that's I'm mad serious. If man are calling Salah to come outside. Alright, ten nine. We'll be on it because I remember when certain men were calling certain us not to come outside, saying that we won't get top four because they got a boy called Lacazette, and Lacazette came. Man didn't score for like I don't know how many goals. Man were asking him about his diet, saying he was fat, or saying that wow, man can't run after about a couple of months. So we will have to see in it. So no, nah, that- nah. Listen, nah. stats, stats, numbers, and performances are going to speak for themselves. I don't even think we need to cover it now. But do you know what? We let off the steam. We need to let off. We've given them the drug that they need, but we'll see who's laughing at the end of the season. That's it, really, man. And, uh, okay, cool. Make Torreira do Dua again, fam. Make him him play on the floor (laughs) again, fam. Relax. (laughs) Cool. Um, So the final topic that we do need to cover before we go on to our listeners' questions is, of course, a very pivotal thing for Liverpool, well, we think anyway, which is the final week of the transfer window. So we were talking about in the WhatsApp group about how Klein and loaning him out last year proved to be a risky decision. Now we don't have a choice because Klein somehow, even though he doesn't play this sport and he's busy being Nathaniel Kleiny on American shows, um, he somehow got injured. So what do we do now about the right-back position? Boy, I don't know, man. Obviously, it, obviously it, looks, it looks like it's either going to be uh, Hoover or Gomez. That's gonna play there. I just don't like Gomez at right back. Absolutely, Same, I hate him there, man. Absolutely, no, yeah. I really don't it's like it. It's, it's not even him. It's like it's not him. It's exactly yeah, it's not him. Yeah, mm. he's, he's not. He's like at centre back. He's <laughs> absolutely perfect. Like, I would say him and Van Dijk being at centre back is probably the best, or if not, yeah, or if not second best to only City, the best centre back pairing in the league. Same with Matic, if you really want to put him in the Arsenal mm. Champions League, but. Nah, man, him at right back is... I, I don't want to see him there, so I would honestly rather have Hoover there. If it's, and I, I swear Hoover's even a centre-back anyway as well. But can, I, like, yeah, can I make yeah. a suggestion, though? I, I think, personally, I was looking uh, earlier about who doesn't have a club at the moment. I don't think Danny Elvis is worth it because he's busy dancing and whatnot and he's just, like, you know, doesn't take football serious. But... I think one Fran being available, I think someone who's been through a Simeone system, you know he's dependable and he's just one of those players that he's produced at highest at the highest level for years. Maybe dropping down and not being a starting option. One Fran's done it. Champions League yeah. semi-finals year. Yeah, yeah, but oh, so, 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 so did Lichtenstein not. And then look what, look what happened, fam. That's a shot. When he, when he, when he mm, came to true. London. Because, fam, playing, playing, in, playing in the Prem is completely different. That one Fran, brother, I know he's like 34. Bro, could you imagine like Trent could you imagine Chad bombing down the wing, whipping balls in, and the next game you see man like Juan Fran come on with a full beard and he's 34? Like, I don't see that happening. Yeah, he's the only realistic <laughs> kind of free agent I've seen that's worth looking at. But yeah, fair enough. We're going to have to probably address it within the squad. But yeah, then yeah. the next the next thing we do yeah. have to address, seeing as we've given Arsenal all the Pepe energy, even though maybe one or two of us secretly wanted him. Um, we still don't have a backup attacker for our front three. So... No, we'll, we'll have to. Let me just, let, let's get this out of the way, yeah? 
We only wanted Pepe as a backup. We don't care about him starting. So you Arsenal fans, I haven't seen anything. Yeah, he's not marquee. You, he's not marquee. You, you, are, you Arsenal fans getting excited that you signed someone that we didn't want to pay 70 million for to sit on the bench and pay him 150 bags to sit on the bench. Yes, the bench, because that's where he would be if he was in our club. Not like yours, where he would start every week and you're probably going to burn him up by January. Like, don't get excited. Like, Pepe, <laughs> he's good. Like, 50 mil, calm. Yeah, I'll um, take him as on the bench. But, like, yeah. like, maybe pushing 55, calm. 72 million on a my man that's going to sit on the bench. We don't care for him. Go to North London and, and, and play with Aubameyang and them, man. We don't, we don't we're, we're watching. Like that. Ultimately, we're watching. I'm right? watching, yeah. Not well. I think Liverpool wanted him. Obviously, Liverpool yeah. wanted him. Liverpool probably wanted him at 50 M's. Then yeah. other teams started to come involved and the price got up. Liverpool saying, you know what, fam? I'm easy on that one. There's money and sell at home. There's yeah, rest at home. I'm, I'm, easy, I'm easy on that one. Yeah, yeah, still. Right. Having said that, he will sit on the bench. He, he was going to play. He will be the fourth player. He would have been like, you know, in basketball, you're your sixth man. He would have been the fourth forward. Mm. Okay, yeah. by the bench. By the bench, I mean big games. Man is not. Yeah, no big starting. games. Obviously, yeah, big games. Big man will start. Yeah, starting. With him, he's coming. He's coming in to take at least a thousand minutes, a thousand five hundred minutes, two thousand minutes off of Salah and allow Salah to rest. It, it gives it gives the team a, another like uh, another option there, another way to play another system. But yeah. but yeah. then again, we we was at the first names to say that. Like, well, yeah, Pepe. Yeah, you know I mean. Coming for Pepe, but Arsenal are just happy because yeah, he chose them. Obviously, you're gonna choose them if it's only one person at the table. You know I'm saying that. Well, why would he not choose that? Like, everyone left. Everyone left the table. Yeah. It was like, raw. Um, yeah. I mean, if your options, <laughs> your options are to go to you know Italy and get racially abused or go North London, you know where you're going. Isn't it? You know where you're gonna go, fam. If Liverpool yeah, yeah, really like and truly said that, like, raw, we want to buy him, they, they would have put money on his head. Come on, man. Why, why would they not put money on his head? Pepe's not dumb, man. He knows that he knows the dumb clubs he can go to and bump. He knows, fam. He's, he's seen. Oz, he's not dumb. He's seen Ozil bum it out and earn three hundred fifty bags. He knows if in three years I don't do anything, I'm still earning one hundred fifty bags. Man, still gonna be here, and the fans will still have me because they're dumb like that. Yeah. That's why. So yeah, like sorry, like Arsenal fans, you can get excited about buying Pepe. Like don't get twisted. He's a very, very, very good player from what we've seen. A very good player. Yeah. But remember, he's coming from France, where one, you're playing against farmers. And two, you're coming from France, where no, no one's really on you like that. Let, let, let one, let one left back clamp I mean, him uh, quickly and Julian, see what one. Julian, I mean, it's it's not me, but streets are saying that twenty-two goals, but nine of them were pens last year. So you know, I'll I'll let the mm. listeners interpret what they want. But mm. Let's move on anyway, right? Not my place to say anything. Just out of interest. Just out of interest. What um? Uh, so, so, sorry, just 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 a quick question. Um, were there a couple of games where he played up front for um, or was he just on the wing strictly? I don't watch mid-table France, bro. So honestly, I. Oh, cool. Oh, oh, Arsenal know about mid-table France because a bomb man likes to score against them man, and then put up like. What kind of forever? Yeah. Yeah, yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-
which is the current position. How do you think the season goes? I'll let you guys answer that. I think I, I think uh, we still get. I think we get second. Because I Com- think, comfy second, or do you think there's no, challenge no, below us? Challenge, no, the yeah, challenge, challenge from Tottenham. It's going to be a challenge from Tottenham. But I think I think we get second. With no, no other clubs that wear red. No. Nah, nah, nah. Ooh. Nah, um, nah, nah. We don't talk about them, man. There, what? fam. Nah, when you're playing uh, yeah. Thursday to Sunday. Yeah, you're playing Thursday Sunday. Nobody, you're not relevant if you're playing Thursday Sunday, ain't we? Like, nah, like Tom, man. Boychester, really? Come on, man. We're talking about like man who play Tuesday, Wednesday, Saturday, like proper football. You get me? Yeah, <laughs> man, 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 man that compete for big trophies, not yeah, not me. them small boy ones. Come yeah, on, small team, man. But yeah, be serious, bro. Okay, cool. said, I think yes, yeah, I think we'll finish second, but with uh, with challenge from Tottenham. All right. Um, yeah, yeah, go ahead then. No, 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 I'm just saying I agree with that one. I think um, Tottenham will be our closest challengers to City and um, Liverpool. Um, I feel like the signing of Undembele for them helped them out a lot. Mm-hmm. So. Um, so yeah, I think they're, but the rest of them, I'm not too, I'm not too fussed, I'm not too fussed about them. What about the other tournaments that we're in? I think we could, um, just to echo what everyone else has said, I think we're a comfortable second. I, probably, I think we'll finally finish about nine points behind City. Um, and I, I, if we win, you know, Super Cup, that World Club Championship thing, which is a madness because you have to play it in Qatar, and you know, FA Cup, I think that's not a bad season. Me personally, I think um, um, I don't care about Carlin Cup or Epic Cup. But for all I care, not get no time in the first round. Don't really care. Um, but for the Prem, I do think we'll finish a second, a comfortable second. Because I, I think City, like people might not want to hear this, but I think City will like do their thing in the in the league this season. We'll, we'll finish above us by a substantial amount of points, mm. like maybe eight, seven, seven to nine points, like you guys said. Um, I think it might be a thing where we do battle out with Spurs for second place so it might be close like between the region of like one to five points for me and with Champions League I actually think we can retain that I mm. actually do genuinely think we can retain it because I don't really... I'm on board with that I don't think there's a better knockout team yeah. than yeah, this knockout planet team right now and there's no like, team I... that if you if you look at Champions League and you look at the teams that are involved at the moment kind of like who's already qualified there's no one that really stands out. You look at it and think they could really give us trouble. Like the only team that has really improved is Barcelona and um, obviously Real Madrid. But we know about Hazard when he comes to the Champions League. So, boy, the jury's still out on him on that on in that competition. And Juventus as well, the lit. But really and truly, the lit even himself, I don't really see him making the biggest he's, difference. He's young, to, isn't he? So he's, he's young, yeah. So. Developing. Only, only team that's really improved with real quality to actually challenge us is Barcelona. And even then, let them come to Anfield again <laughs> and see what I've gone. Then we'll know. But yeah, I think we can retain the Champions League and the rest of the trophies, I expect us to win Super Cup and, and um, Club World Cup. I, I expect that is 100% going into our trophy cabinet this year. I don't want to hit nothing. I think it's okay. really important to kind of like keep the momentum going. I mean, Lifting that first trophy should give us like a massive lift that we just want to keep yeah. on winning and keep on yeah. improving as a team. Yeah, I think I think Virgil Van Dijk was talking a lot about that. He was talking about how um, the next two big games I play, I can win two trophies. And once you get used to this feeling, that it's something that you get addicted to. So I think we all know kind of 
getting over that step, even us as fans, even before the Champions League final, even though we were favourites, you're kind of scared of this team when they're favourites. Can they be? Can they cope with it? And we showed that we mm. can as a top side. And I think once you pass that hurdle, you're a lot more confident when it comes to going into Wembley or going into wherever the Champions League final would be that the boys will show up. So I'm confident in that sense. Champions League final is at Istanbul this year, bro. We need to Ooh. do the anniversary. <laughs> yeah, we need to do the anniversary. Mm. Okay. Um, well, right, boys. Quickly, just to, yeah, sorry, go ahead. Just to quickly, just my last point. I feel like um, with that as well, like, like you guys were talking about the winner's mentality sort of thing, one thing that Klopp probably, this is probably a position that Klopp is not used to. He normally has, He's normally the underdog in certain situations whereby... He's just chasing the trophy. He's ch- chasing yeah, the, tra- um, the title sort of thing. So what he has to be as well, as well as smart in the, decis- in the squad selections, and he has to be ruthless as well in terms of just winning. He just has to go out and win and not... Sort I, I of think give, he is. Uh, I think he is. That's the thing. I think this year, he actually, we all realised it, he sacrificed the playing style this year. We weren't that good to watch this year. We were terrible at times. But what I knew when Liverpool got in the lead, there's no way we're actually losing a game. Yeah, yeah, sure I agree. Are you, sure, are you sure that was because of Klopp or was that because of Van Dijk? Because I can't lie, since Van Dijk has come through, he's been solid. Like, I've not been worried. It's not been Klopp. To me, obviously, yeah, don't get twisted. Obviously, Klopp is not, he's, he's an amazing manager, an amazing coach. So, obviously, he implement, he's obviously implemented the more defensive controlling um, um, strategy to when we're playing this season. Mm. But Van Dijk is the one that's been like, yeah, I see him running back on that. You know what? Whatever's happening right now, it's going to get dealt with. And it usually does. Yeah, but the, well, that's, that's Klopp. That is Klopp's doing because Klopp waited for Van Dijk. Klopp knew that it was Van Dijk. That could maybe that. that's what maybe that's not we're, we're, what we're not understanding about this window, right? We didn't accept it when Klopp waited for a centre back. Maybe he's waiting that. for something. He's waiting for something. I think Klopp waited for that because Klopp knew that you cannot, you can't get a defender you can defend one one on one like Van Dijk. Aerially, mm. there's no one like Van Dijk. Football, there's no one like Van Dijk. So he just waited, and I think Klopp has set up the defence so that so that when that missing piece comes in everything clicks. Obviously, don't forget, we still, even though Van Dijk was still there, we were still a bit shoddy at the back with Karius. 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 Yeah, we were still, well, Karius made two. I I, I know, I know. It's just the headaches that I'm getting from remembering this guy in goal, bro. That's what I'm saying. So, (laughs) the flashbacks. Don't don't forget, (laughs) I know people want Liverpool to like, I'm going away from the point where we're talking about, I know people want Liverpool to buy players, but, Everything that Liverpool does, there's a strategy to it, and there's a thinking behind it. It's not conventional, that's, man. It's not it's conventional. Not, that's why have you noticed in the group chat? Yeah, why everyone's bringing up signings or talking about the signings we can get. I've been calm because I'm like, you know what? As much as I want us to sign someone, I always, I'm especially after the Champions League, we'll discuss. I even said this last week. I believe in Klopp, so whatever he does. I'm on board until we sh- until otherwise. That's when I'll be like screaming and shouting and raving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If 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 what he does now is detrimental to our season, because we're gonna know by January this February where we are. If we are still close to Man City, and yeah. then coming to the, the January window, we buy someone that's gonna elevate us and take us to the next level. Then it's gonna be yeah for the risk. It's worth the reward. Was worth it. But for me personally, everything that Klopp does and everything that Liverpool Liverpool do, there's always a purpose to it. So if you look at that. His first signing was Matic. He needed a big defender. He found Matic. Obviously, Matic's not strong in the air. 
But when mm. when you when you look at the way Liverpool play, because Liverpool play that counter press, so we're very prone to the ball over the top. Yeah. So then he was managing with Lovren, managing with Lovren until oh he was able to, yeah, until he was able to get someone like Van Dijk, someone like Van Dijk who's quick. Gomez, he put Gomez there. Gomez was injured. You put him there, he's quick. So even the ball over the top, like there was a goal, there was a goal we conceded against Newcastle. Where um, they've done one single, Shelby's passed it through the mid- midfield and he's just gone through to Hosselu. And oh. um, that ball came off him as well. He didn't even shoot. Yeah, yeah, it came off him. Yeah, and, and I don't know who the defenders were running back, but I put my life on that. If Gomez was there, that, that goal's not going in. I can put my whole life on that. I guarantee you it was that dickhead Lovren. I, I, think I, it was, I, I think it was him. I think it was Lovin and Matic. I think it was. I think it was him. Yeah, yeah I, think I, think I, I remember that game. I do remember that game. Well, my point, Weird what I'm game. trying to say is that the, the way we play, every single player on that pitch has a job to do. And there's a reason why they're there. Like when Klopp first came, he said that oh, our team is very small. That's his, that was his first thing against Tottenham when he said, he said that, well, I wish you could grow the team because the team is very small. So that, that showed to me that, yeah, he's thinking that, for me to play this this kind of game, I need tall players. So that's that's why Henderson was probably at number six because Henderson's strong in the air. He, he can't put he can't put any or any like any random people there. So he needs someone. Then he bought Fabinho. Fabinho, who's like what six two, again strong in the air. Van Dijk six four. Lovren, uh, Mat, no, what's it? Matip is at six four six five. Gomez is six two. Your keeper's big. So I mean, so you see our our spine apart from the up front, our spine is very big, very tall. So that, that negates any long ball. So every time Klopp buys someone or every time we go into the transfer, there's always a method to the madness. And and speaking about buying, actually, Ellis, I think a good point you mentioned about our transfer activity and why we're so unconventional with the whole sitting and waiting until the right option yeah. is that as we were growing up, we all kind of heard, especially even Fergie himself, I think, said it, that when you buy players, your success rate for it being a good signing is 50%. Oh, 100%. Where, yep. Whereas yep. now, when we buy players... If you look at our last, I think, 12 to 15 signings, basically Klopp signing since this strategy team has come in, yeah. it's it's all, it's about 90 to yeah, 100%. Yeah, perfect. so it, it is unconventional in that sense. I'd rather buy 12 How players we I, need wait, wait, than sorry, 20 sorry, players sorry. we don't. Yeah, sorry, go on. Uh, I'm, I'm literally watching a call <laughs> from Newcastle and Liverpool, yeah? Of yeah. course it was Lovren at the back. Was it Lovren? Yeah, of course it was Lovren. It was Lovren. <laughs> oh, I'm just watching it now, yeah? And you see, do you see Matip? Matip gets back here. Matip gets yeah, back. Matip tries. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, Matip's yeah. trying to get back. If Matip like moved a a, a quick a milli, millisecond quicker, he probably would have got it. But I'm I'm on my life here. Yeah. That goal doesn't go right. in the field. No, no, you know what? I'm, I'm watching. I'm watching it now. The ball is played through. Lovren, all Lovren had to really do is get a foot on it, yeah. and the man and that from Shelvin, all he has to do is get a foot on it to stop the ball. That's why Matip was running back so much. But I'm, I'm not going to lie, I'm, I'm watching Coutinho banging that goal against Lucas. So I'm not going to lie, Mr. Ute still, but fuck him. <laughs> we, don't talk about, we don't talk about snakes on this show, man. Yeah, no sorry, man. But yeah, but yeah, sorry, man. Okay, cool. So let's move on to uh, listeners' questions. Thank you, everyone who submitted one. Um, so at Gunner D is asking, which player do you think will surprise us this, e- this year? What, for Liverpool? Yeah, for Liverpool. This is all Liverpool. Naby, I think. Okay, Nabi, I, finally. I think, Go I, think, on. I think I think he will. It's taken him a year to settle. Obviously, he got um, injuries. Obviously, hindered his time in the. But when he was playing and he had a little decent run of form, he was doing pretty well. Why is so, that surprised us? 
it's not a, it's a surprise in the sense it won't be a surprise to us but I think it'll be a surprise to everybody else how not well really because does. everyone everyone is kind of expect was kind of, was kind of expecting him to do well but the fact that he hasn't done well isn't is kind of what is the surprise so do you, do you know what hasn't helped Julian what hasn't helped is that we Nabcam. signed him a year before with Nabcam what yeah. what hasn't helped is that we signed him a year before and we've probably fans outside of Liverpool football fans are probably thinking he could have made certain psychological adjustments in that year where he was going to come to us anyway so he's a bit more ready whether it's language whether it's playing style I don't know maybe people are thinking there could have been things he did he could have done where he came in a, came in a bit more prepped rather than looking like a rabbit in headlights I'll be all yeah I, 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 I'll be all yeah I do think one not even just us I think football fans in general kind of overestimate because I remember even before we were we signed him um, when we when remember he was having a mad season in the Bundesliga, you saw videos of him like doing step overs, bangers, uh, shooting bangers, 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 bangers. Uh, bare bare skills, bare this that. Navigator was like basically what Nicolas Pepe was before. He, yeah, basically what Nicolas Pepe was this season. So there was eyes on him already. So the fact that we got him and he was quiet, I don't know if he was a uh, if he was someone that was highly acquired by everyone, but he was someone that was yeah like Navigator is going to be the one, and I feel like the expectations of him actually being here and also us gassing him up and other fans gassing him up and him having that shaky start to the season or to his Liverpool career, actually, is kind of what has made everyone, like, kind of come off him a bit and what, yeah, what, yeah, as you said, everyone will be surprised by if he does do well this season. So, me personally, I'll, if he does well this season, I won't be surprised, but I'll be very, very, very happy. Okay, cool. Um, next question. Oh, wait, so, wait, 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 wait. Oh, wait, sorry. Wait, Oh, yeah, sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Everyone else, please go ahead. Your surprise of the season. Uh, for me. My surprise of the season. Mm. It's hard because everyone's really in a good place. Yeah. And we haven't signed anyone new. Uh, for me, it'll be Ox, if, if that's the case, then. If Ox, can get our, if Ox can get be the one to get us over the line, in terms of coming back in and getting us over the line in, terms, in the league, then that, I think that'll be my biggest surprise. I want to say... Because he... Oh, sorry, go on. Sorry, it's over. No, no, I'm done. I'm done. I'm yeah. done. I was going to say uh, Brewster. I think Brewster... Would get, I've, I've tipped him to score eight to ten goals. You got hella stocks in that you. You got hella stocks in that you. I put hella stocks. I put 75% of my weight in that you. We're getting to Brewster FC levels. That's the that's the worry. That's, that's that's where we're getting to, mate. That's where we're getting to, bro. <laughs> we're gonna move. We're gonna be like Seb. Dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, even if you miss an open goal, nope. You see, he's still the one. Don't worry, he's still the one. But you wanna blame Salah instead? <laughs> <laughs> nah. Oh, yeah. Um, so yeah, go on. Chris, what about yourself? Who do you think the surprise could be? I'm probably gonna get pummed, but I really want to say Lalana. Wow. The Jorginho. So like, yeah. I was going to say so Lallana. Like, so. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> uh, he said no, Lallana. No, no, no. Explain yourself no, in front no, of this what? jury. Well, I mean, if he's going to try and make him play him in the six, I mean, we've had this discussion before in the group chat anyway. If he's going to play him in the six and play him a bit deeper and play him against you know the bottom, bottom side teams, he can control the ball a bit more, initiate the attack a little bit. But I guess the problem is he just can't stay fit for the life of him. And we we just, I just have. I don't think the Cruyff turns are going to be safe, man. On the edge of that box, he's going to be giving mm. me a heart attack weekly if he's doing that. 
I don't know. I think and you're, and you're, we've, just not had, we've just not had that player in the squad. And to be honest, yeah, the reason why I'm not surprised because I've been waiting for I've been waiting for him to surprise since 2014. So it's 2019 now, going on 2020, and boy, he's had some good runs where he hasn't been injured. But the the surprise factor is kind of gone now. If he if he gives us a great season. Fam, you owe us a great season, so don't. It's not. Yeah, yeah. It's not a surprise to me. Was it, was it first <laughs> half of um, sixteen seventeen before he got injured? He was brilliant. He was yeah, that game against Arsenal, he was balling, yeah. and then he got injured, and then it fucked up again, and he grew out that long hair of his man. And he was beating up kids. Well, I don't know about that, but boy. <laughs> no, I remember in that um, game against Spurs. This guy's gonna, this guy's gonna get us catching a case, man. What's going on? <laughs> I know. The reserve game. The reserve game. What's going on? He started, started headlocking kids. Oh, yeah, I do what? remember that one. <laughs> 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 uh, he got a red carpet, yeah. He's just put man in the headlock of it. <laughs> okay, cool. Next question, yeah? Um, Denzel, I'll come to you for this. Um, at Certified Ty is asking... Your opinion on Brewster, Origi and Shakiri as backup strikers, but the main question being, will that be enough depth to challenge for the title? Um, personally, no. I do feel like Shakiri is too hot and cold. Um, he, he doesn't, last season, Shakiri is the type of guy that gives you, tw- he's a 20 moments a season guy. So in, in the space of the season, he gives you 20 moments. I feel like, like um, too many games, especially if you look at the Barcelona game in particular, how how poor he was. Um, I feel like maybe this season, hopefully he does better, but I do think he was just probably just games where he just doesn't do enough, which we need more. Um, Brewster, you don't want to too, put too much pressure on him. Um, he's coming back from a knee, a, a ridiculous knee injury. Um, so he's going to come in this season, even though Ellis put a lot of stock in him. But I, do, I still feel like he's still he's young. Um, this will be his first proper season with the the first team, anyways. So really, truly, just devop, really and truly. So I, like I said, I, I do think we should have signed another attacker uh, just to enhance our attacking threat. I, I don't know if it will be enough, but I think we'll, we'll manage. We'll manage. That's, that's what I think we'll do. Okay, cool. Um, This one's not as serious as a question, but I'm sure some of you are going to want to dig your teeth into it. Uh, Mario, and we all know his Twitter handle, at Houdini. Your first pod was called No More Nabcam. Is it fair to say Mario is living rent-free in your head? Get out of here, man, with that shit, man. (laughs) I'll keep it all, yeah? Mario, you've done a good job, fam. You've had the Nabby... I can't lie. When Nabby... when that when that be kettled up, he's living in your head, fam. <laughs> he's around you. He's mumbling. Your head is kettled, bro. <laughs> you see, yeah, when that be here, like especially against Wolves, I remember it specifically when that be gave away the ball, yeah, and it just went off the pitch. All I heard was in my head was. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da
or Brewster, etc. And out of them, who should go on loan? Hoover. Yeah, I think Hoover should go on loan. Um, I can see Brewster getting well, a fair few games. So I can't really put a mount on it. I, I want to say that. How many minutes do you think he will get? I think he'll play 25 games. All yeah. comes. Yeah. All comes, yeah. And yeah, of those, yeah. Of those, how many starts? Five, bro. I think you lot put too. I, I think you lot have put too much stock into how much time Brewster's got. I personally think Klopp it's Ellis, is, man. Ellis is driving all nah, of this. No, 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 no. He's I, tried to hey. make this into a shareholder meeting and trying to get more investment. <laughs> Wait, hey. I'm gonna lie, yeah. But Ellis, you're gassing out because I personally think Klopp is pulling, pu- pulling the wool over eyes. Like it's pra- practically going to be the same team that it was last year. Remember, because Ox is going to be back, Naby Kate is going to be a bit more fit. Bruce and them man. They're not going to see the pitch if, as much as we think they are. If we don't yeah. find another forward, Brewster is going to get games, bro. Origi. Remember, Origi's there. The Champions League winner. Um, Remember. If we don't buy another forward. Uh, but even then, even last season, Origi was there. Origi was there. I forget he was injured. He got injured a couple of times. Yeah. But from, from the noises they're making at the club, this boy is highly rated. He is, but it's like... I've, I've heard this before. Woodburn was highly rated as well. Like, I've, he gave, I've, like I've, and he gave he gave Woodburn some games. Woodburn just didn't take it, bro. I'm gonna go back to the Solanke point and say, 17-18, he got 21 appearances in the league and go. four appearances in Europe. Yeah, I, I hear you. But how many of those were off the bench, though? I can't remember. I yeah, that's what, not starts. We're saying like how many games, like all comps. Starts. I don't think he's gonna start there. He probably start like five games, but he will come on for like a little fifteen hair, a little twenty hair. I just, want, I, just, I, just want, I just want us to find that Mbappe, man. Like I'm tired of having to scrub the world. Like, this is the I'm, Mbappe fam. You man are not airing. Do Ellis, please. Ellis. How many? Hey, fam. You imagine? You imagine seeing him in the under seventeen World Cup, fam? And this man, the under seventeen World Cup is a different kettle of fish, cuz. Yeah, but what I'm saying was. Solanke was handling yeah. under 21s for years. Well, and and Solanke, came... You see Solanke, yeah? Solanke was on like 10 grand from about 16 years old. Bro. If you're going to give man that kind of contract, from that means this boy is special. Solanke just lost his way when he... He didn't play for like a year because he didn't, he didn't want to play for Chelsea. Or, or let me not say he didn't want to play for Chelsea. But well, they sent him to if, the farm in Vatice, didn't they? So. Yeah, they, exactly. And when he went to, uh, when he went to the... Vitesse. Yeah, Vitesse. He was banging goals there. He was highly rated there. He came back to Chelsea. Then um, Chelsea weren't playing him. Then he didn't He didn't have a contract. So he was just training. So he was already a year. He didn't play. Before he comes to Liverpool, he hadn't played for a year. A whole year, bro. Then he went to the under-20 World Cup. Helped them win that. Then he came back. But Brewster banged eight goals under-17. And the same year as Jordan Sancho. Um, Hudson Foden. Remember coming, and these remember like, he's come back from... Remember he's come back from a big injury as well. Yeah, a very big one. And when he when he so, came back, his first game he banged two goals, bro, on a calmish vibe. Uh, you man, okay. Ellis can Ellis can answer all of this in 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 the weeks to come. I'm sure Ellis is going to be tagged for every time <laughs> Brewster doesn't even make the bench. I'm sure Ellis is going to hear about it. <laughs> anyway, um, I think we have come to the end of the pod today. It's been a brilliant one. We've covered loads given loads of opinions. Um, next week's pod is going to be our preview for the season ahead, seeing it's going to be the curtain raiser for the Premier League. 
and it's been a great pod. So thank you very much, guys, and thank you yeah, everyone man. for listening. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you, everyone. Make sure you make sure you hashtag Cop and Practice and Touchman Practice in the way. Amen. Touchman Practice Live Shoes.com. Get your tickets. Come have fun with us. That's it. Thank you very much. See you thank later. You. Okay. Right, thank you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>Zenni, we believe everyone deserves access to high-quality, affordable eyewear. That's why we offer stylish prescription glasses for men, women, and kids starting at just $6.95. Our online factory direct model cuts out the metalmen, so you save. At Zenni, you get the same quality frame and lens options that you'd get from an optician for one-tenth of the price, including blue blockers, progressives, prescription sunglasses, and more. The best part? Try on any frame, anywhere with our 3D virtual try-on. Zenni.com. Eyewear for everyone. Sports Social Podcast Network.